discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you excited to be in the house of the Lord? I was seeing you dancing. Man, was it nice? At the end of the service, we are going to dance the glory of God. Wow. Some people too are not dancing. I don't know how old you are, but I mean, the house of God, sometimes some people don't know what the house of God is meant for. You know, I, for many, you know, the, the height of the roof of the ceiling of a church makes you think that you are not supposed to do anything like you're not supposed to be happy in the house you have to be very but you know you're not like that in the house in the house you're always shouting and dancing and doing some assaulting and doing all kinds of this is the house of god and the bible says that where the spirit of the lord is that's what there's liberty so this is the place to dance this is the place to shout this is the place this is the place to to party in the spirit yes do you understand yes. god told the children of israel that three times in a year they should gather for a special party in his before him and what, what are the components of a party dancing singing music shouting uh, food eating wow and that's what the house of god is meant for okay yes so um try to loosen up in the house of god tell you but try to loosen up in the house of god yes try to loosen there's a time you see there are there are times there are times where we, there are times when the lord wants us to be serious and there are times when the lord wants us to relax and feel free in his presence hallelujah yes exodus chapter 5 verse 1 when God was going to bring the children of Israel out of Egypt, he told Moses to tell um, Pharaoh. After this, Moses and Aaron went to visit Pharaoh. This is easy English. They said, they said to him, listen to what the Lord says. He is the God of Israel. He says, let my people go. Let them prepare a party for me in the desert. Yes. Let them prepare what? a party for me so the house of god is a place to enjoy to dance to shout you understand that's that's what it's meant for that's what it's meant for okay and as we 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 um party before the lord you see the lord takes pleasure yes he enjoys it when we do that before him you see when a father takes care of his children and they are happy around him the father is excited you know he's excited to say oh these are my children yes they are, you, you don't have children who are depressed yes 
You don't have children who are what? Yes. God doesn't want children who are depressed. He wants children who are full of joy. And the kingdom of God is built on righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. You see, so God is expecting you to rejoice in his presence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you excited to be in the house of the Lord? Then give Jesus a big shout. Jesus, not me. Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you, mighty Holy Spirit. Only you can grant us understanding in the word of God. Lord, grant us understanding. We receive your word with meekness and with gladness. Grant us the opportunity to, to give attention to your word. Help us focus on your word. Help us not be distracted by anything or anyone. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Help our hearts. Clear every weed on our hearts. Clear all the stony places. Always side roads. Always side lands are cleared in the name of the Lord Jesus. Make our hearts fertile to receive your word. We receive your word with meekness, with gladness, with great joy. Expecting great change. Yes, great changes in our character, in our attitude, in our spirits, in our minds, in our fruitfulness, in our finances, in our relationships, in every single, in our health. We receive real changes, Lord, to your glory, even in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may kindly take your seat in heavenly places where you belong. Well, I've been sharing with you concerning bearing fruits spiritually, isn't it? And last week, I started sharing with you from John chapter 15, verse 1, all the way to verse 5. This is going to be our anchor scripture um, for the next few weeks. Okay? I'm hoping to teach this for the next three, three months, if it's possible. Because there's so much in there. And I started sharing with you from verse 1 and 2. He says, I am the true vine. Jesus says he's the true vine. And my father is the husband man. His father, I told the last time that he's not talking about a husband who is a man. He's talking about the farmer. The father is a farmer. Hallelujah. Yes. Message says, I'm the real vine. Jesus is the real vine. Then he says, and my father is the farmer. So the father is a farmer. And Jesus is a vine or the, um, the tree, the trunk. Do you see? Huh. Then he says, and you, every branch in me that, go to verse 5. Verse 5 says, it's, it says, I am the vine. Then it says, and you are the branches. I am the vine, and you are what? The that, is, that is very, very powerful. It shows you how one you are with the Lord. For most people, Jesus is so far away from them. Jesus is holy. Jesus is wonderful. Jesus is great. Jesus is powerful. Jesus is full of glory. Jesus is full of grace. And they are full of nonsense. They are bad. They are not good. They are terrible. You know, how you think about yourself makes a lot of a difference. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. What you think is what you are. If you think you are nothing, you will be nothing. If you think you are something, you will be something. And God's, God's joy is for his children to think the way he has made them. You see, in God's books, you are the branch of the vine. That means that you are one with the Lord. Can you imagine? 
that you sitting here as a child of God, if you are born again, if you are sitting here, you are born again, what it means is that you are actually one with Jesus Christ. Now, what does that knowledge do for you? What does, it, what does it bring to your life? It brings you confidence in life. Do you see? It brings you confidence. The fact that God is one with you and you are one with God brings you some kind of confidence in making requests from God without thinking twice. A lot of people are afraid of God because of their errors. Hey. Ask your neighbor, do you have errors? What did your neighbor say? Yes. Have you done something bad before? Yes. Let's say if not done anything. Have you thought of doing anything yes. bad before? Yes. So your thoughts makes you feel bad. It makes it difficult for people to ask for things from God. So even though you are asking, there's so much fear in your heart and there's so much doubt in your heart that you don't think that what you are asking for, God will give it to you. Because you feel wrong. You feel terrible. But the same God that you are scared of is the same God that is saying that you are my, you are the branch. Like, I like you. I like you. I, I, want, to be, I want to be with you. Or rather, I am with you. I like you. I am one with you. And, and this particular thing is all over in the Bible. Look at John chapter 14, verse 20. John 14, 20. It's one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. This is Jesus talking. He says, at that day, okay, at that day, that is after I am, I'm, I'm dead, resurrected, and gone, the days that follow, at that day, which is the, the days we are living in now, at that day, you shall know that I am in my Father. You shall know that I, Jesus, am in my Father, God. Not only that, but you are in me. You are where? So your location this is nice. I'm in, I'm in Christ. It says, and you are in me, and I am in you. Look at how one we are with the Lord. I mean, this is so nice. I'm one with the Father. I'm one with the Father. I mean, that makes a world of a difference for you. Your confidence in life just shoots to. If I'm one with the Father, then it means I can do what the Father wants me to do. I can do anything. There's nothing I cannot do. Whatever I touch shall surely be blessed. Why? Because I am one with the Father. I am one with the creator of all things. Look at how beautiful God... Look at your neighbor. Look at your neighbor. Look at how nice your neighbor is looking. Look at how pretty your neighbor is looking. Look at how handsome your neighbor is looking. I mean, listen. When, when, when you look at human beings, human beings are complex. I mean, it's not a joke to have... I mean, if, if, if you were creating human beings, you wouldn't be as creative as God is. What do you think? Charlie, so different sizes, different colors. Hey, it's very interesting. Oh. Like God has every... Like, he has, he's thought about everyone in a very special way. Everybody's different. Everybody has different type of things. Hey. This God says that he's one with you. And he likes, he likes being in you. You are, you are the one he has craved to be in since the foundations of the world. It's called the mystery of God and the mystery of the Father, which is the mystery of Christ, which is Christ in you. Can you imagine? 
that all God, God's greatest desire was to inhabit you, to live in you. And now that is living you, you are, you are thinking badly about yourself. You think that you are nothing. You think that, oh, I can't make it in life. I don't deserve. Having the mindset that Jesus is in you increases your value by one million times. The value you have for yourself just increases. Yes. The value you have for yourself, how you see yourself just increases, changes. It is confidence that people need in life. Why can't you approach that business and do that business? Because you feel that you are not good enough for the business. Do you see? Americans have been taught that they are Americans. And because they are Americans, they can do anything. Meanwhile, they are human beings. But that mindset that you are American, and because you are American, you can rule the world. You rule the world. It's just a mindset, though. They can do spirit. What is the meaning of British? British means Brit, British is the man who is in covenant with God. That's what it means. Yes. So that mindset that they are in covenant with God is what gave them the ability to conquer the world and dominate. They feel superior. Why? Because they think that they are in covenant with God. Oh, yes. You are surprised. You can search it for yourself. Yes. Pastor Kofi, am I lying? Is it true? Yeah. Pastor Kofi is my dictionary. He's here. <laughs> the man who is in covenant with God. You are not just in covenant with God. God is sitting inside you. That is why, if you have that part, if you have this mindset, any, no small boy can come and deceive you. Like a boy just comes, oh baby, you look so nice. I like your lips. I like the way you are looking. And it's like you are falling in love. You are head over heels in love with a bad boy. And he's just devaluing you for nothing. The teddy bear. A teddy bear is coming to take you away from the house of God. Just because you don't know who you are and you don't know what you are identified with. I don't know if you get it. Yeah. Thinking, your, your mindset makes a lot of a difference. That is all God seeks to do. God seeks to change your mind. That is why he, he advises and admonishes us to meditate on our. As you are meditating on the scriptures, you go deeper into it. And the Lord can relate the things he has written in the Bible to your natural, physical experiences for you to know how to live and how to do things. If you know that you are identified with God and that you and the branch, you are the branch of the vine, Okay, Jesus in Colossians chapter, chapter 2, okay, um, verse 3. Look at Colossians 2, verse 3. The Bible says that in Jesus, let's read from verse 2 so that you can understand it very well. That their hearts might be comforted, being knit together in love, and unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God. I just mentioned this not long ago. The mystery of God and the mystery of, and the Father and of Christ. The, actually, the mystery of God is the mystery of the Father, which is the mystery of Christ. The Amplified will show it to you. So there's nothing like the mystery of God, the mystery of the Father, and the, the mystery of Christ. It's actually one thing. Okay, so let me read the one down there. It says, uh, that you, and that they may become progressively more intimately acquainted with and may know more definitely and accurately and thoroughly the mystic secret of God, which is Christ, the anointed one. 
So the mystery of God is Christ. And the mystery of Christ is the church. That is you and I. Please, you understand? Yeah. So don't, if someone tells you there's the mystery of God, there's the mystery of the Father, and there's the mystery of Christ, he's deceiving you. The mystery of God is actually the mystery of Christ. Okay? The fact that God was manifested in human flesh is a mystery. How can God become a human being? It's a mystery. The incarnation is one of the greatest mysteries in the whole world. And the other mystery in the whole world is how can God inhabit human beings? Do you see? I mean, as you're sitting here, God is sitting inside you. You will not be afraid of your family witches if you understood and knew that you are identified with him, you are one with him. What is a witch in your family? You will not attribute. There are a lot of Africans who attribute every problem they have to their home. Someone called me some time ago and told me that she feels she's not doing well because her destiny is locked up in a certain room in the village. There's a particular room in that village and that is where she feels that her destiny has been locked up yeah because she doesn't know that she's one with the lord if she knew that she was one with the lord if you are how who can lock god's destiny in a, in a village you are going to lock god's destiny in a village if god's destiny cannot be locked in a village and you are one with god do you understand when we say you are one with somebody it's like marriage it's like marriage do you see they say two shall become what? One flesh. If you understand that, then you should understand that you are also one with the, with the Lord. How can your destiny be locked up in a village? And all your prayers, open the door, Lord. Open the door, Lord. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is all your prayer. Be, be open or no? Ready, be open or no? Lord, open the door. Which door? Are you talking about the doors of heaven for the, for the heavenly to come to you? Or you are talking, what are you talking about? So Christians pray about things they are not supposed to pray about. Because they don't know. They know not. Neither do they understand. They walk on in darkness. I have said that you are gods. And that you are the children of the most high. But you shall die like one of the princes of this world. Mere men. Why? Because you don't know. So knowledge is very powerful. Knowledge of God's word is very... And that's what God seeks to do. He seeks to renew your mind. Do you see? Your mind has to be renewed. Just imagine if you knew very well that you are one with the Lord. What will academic problems be? I, I, I can't, I, when I learn, I don't understand. What are you talking about? I can't be a good... I you see, bad students are those who are told were not good. When you are told a long time that you are not good, you are not smart. Your head like box iron. As they keep saying those things to you, it forms a mindset. So in your mind, I'm not good enough. So when you see the chemistry, or you see the physics, oh, these things, I'm not good at it. Meanwhile, you're a science student. It's not that you're an art student that you can't do. You're a science student and you're saying that, oh, chemistry and maths is not. What are you talking about? See, I'm smart. Say like you mean I'm smart. Yeah. My being. My being. Jesus is the embodiment of all wisdom and knowledge. Go back to that place, Colossians chapter 2. We're reading verse 2 now into verse 3. Colossians 2. So the last statement in verse 2 is Christ, right? The, uh, the mystery of God and the Father and of Christ. Isn't it? Is that a semicolon or a colon? Semicolon, right? So it says, in whom? So you can read it this way Christ, in whom are hid. 
all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Let's, let's read verse 3 in other versions so that we can understand it very well. Jesus is the one, so the vine you are connected to is the source of all wisdom and the source of all knowledge. In Christ, in him, all the treasures of divine wisdom, comprehensive insights into the ways and purposes of God, and all the riches of spiritual knowledge and enlightenment are stored up and lie hidden. You see, this one is qualified, he's saying spiritual, spiritual, but it's more than that. Jesus called himself a greater than Solomon, and Solomon had insight into every single thing you can talk about. Solomon is, is described as the wisest man who ever lived, and his wisdom procured for him riches and honor and long life. Isn't it? Now, Jesus is a greater than Solomon. And he's the one who's embodiment. Can you look for other versions? Do you have message? Message is English. Amplified is not saying it well. It says, all the richest treasures of wisdom. All the richest treasures of wisdom. Like you don't make foolish decisions. All your decisions are correct. You will not live to 70 and say you regret the last 69 years. And people live to 70 and then they say that, I regret the decisions I made. Not you. Not me. Not you. Say not me. Not me. Are you joined to the vine? Yeah. Are you one with the vine? Oh, yeah. If you are one with the vine, then know that that vine supplies wisdom. I will never be foolish in my life. I will, make, I will not make foolish decisions in my life. I'm full of the wisdom of God. I'm full of the knowledge of God. I have access to all knowledge. All knowledge. Yes. That's my life. Say that, say that that's my life. I understand all things. Yes. In him lie hidden all the mighty untapped riches of wisdom and knowledge. Untapped. This is T of the Living Bible. Untapped. Is English. Let's show us is English. Oh, I'm one with him. So you can you can you can just be thinking about this the whole day. Or even a whole week. And the more you meditate on it, the deeper it goes into your heart. And it starts controlling your life. It start, people will start calling you that, calling you wise. Like you, you do the right things. You, do, you know what to do with money. When money comes, you don't lose it. When you do a business, it, it works. When you touch something, it works. Because God touches things and it works. You've meditated on it to the point that now it, have, it has affected your, your, your excellence. You are excellent. You don't do things haphazardly. He says, Christ knows and understands everything. Only Christ can cause us to understand things properly. He can cause us to understand the, real, the really valuable things that we need to know. He gives you understanding. So there's nothing like, I can do. I can do all things. Through Christ, which strengthened me. Where is Christ? He's in you, right? If he's in you, then he's there to strengthen you and teach you all things. I do not lack knowledge. All knowledge opens up to me. I remember when I was in GSS, I couldn't understand mass. I was so bad at mass. One of the things I did in GSS 1 was to copy the brilliant, the most brilliant ladies. Um, I did her exercise, like the exercise works that we were doing and the homework that we were doing. I was not doing it. Do you understand? Mine was so bad. So one day I took, I was a cardboard boy, so I took the, I took her, <laughs> I took her book, went home, because we we're going to record our assessment for the year, for the term. So I took her book home and wrote everything and marked myself. So exercise one, if she had nine, I also have nine. 
and the one she had wrong, I also have wrong, and then write nine over ten and write excellent or good or something, ten over ten. So I did all of that. You know, because I know that I knew that what the teacher was gonna do was that when it's your turn, you mention your name, you stand up and then you, you say exercise one, then you mention you had nine, then he'll record nine, then exercise two, ten, then he'll write ten. If you had five, exercise three, five. Like, that was, that's how they record. Do you understand? Because the books that we are so many. So he called my name. He called for me. I stood up. And then he mentioned exercise one, nine. Then he wrote nine. Exercise two, ten. Then he wrote ten. Exercise three, eight. Then he wrote, he said, ah, who is this? And he checked the name. Oti, Oti, what? Hey, bring your book, bring your book, bring it. That was it. I was, they lashed me. It was not easy for me at all. They lashed me. They called my big sister. My big sister was uh, what the school prefect. They called her to the office. They lashed me in the office. It was not easy for me at all. Hey! So I realized I needed help. So one day I asked God for wisdom and knowledge into mass. Like I want to understand the thing. And I, I believe that God had given it to me. So I woke up understanding mass. Just like that. Can you imagine? I woke up with a thirst to learn the mass. Like, I used to read mass. Now I was calculating mass. Did you ever read mass in school? I used to read mass, but now I was calculating. Like, I'll take four maker board, and I'll be calculating like that. And I remember by GSS 3, okay, this is GSS 3 first term. When they put a question on the board, I'll be the first person to answer. I tell you. So the teacher, I became the teacher, the same teacher who beat me in GSS 1. By GSS 3, I was class captain. And I was the one managing mass. Like when, when I'm the one managing the mass. Hey, what a shock. And I went on to become a, 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 a science student. Doing elective mass and core mass and, and had very good grace and went on to do chemistry. Understanding how to put it. Can you imagine? What a blessing. Now I can even read. I didn't do building construction, but I can read quantities and read all those things. Like when I look at it, I can just understand that this is this, this is this, this is this. Yeah, I know everything. I know what iron rods are here. I know what 16 mm is, 20 mm. When I see a window, when they do the architecture, I know that this is a window. Even the measurements, I know the measurement from here to here is this, from here to. I can confuse you very easily. I can have discussion with artisans and you'll be wondering, am I an artisan? Wow. Christ has all knowledge. All knowledge. Yes. All knowledge. See, I'll never fail in school. And I'll never fail in life. Because I'm joined to that vine. Who is the source of all wisdom and knowledge. Hallelujah. So it's a blessing. You know, so one of the main things the Lord does for us when we are not bearing fruits is to elevate us from the earth. I showed you that the last time. Isn't it? John chapter 15, verse 2 now. John 15, 2. Every branch in me, so every, there are branches in him that are not bearing fruit, that are not bearing fruit. They are not producing the results that are supposed to produce. Because God, God wants you to produce fruit. He's the vine. And the supply he's bringing is a supply of wisdom. But I look at our life, it's like you're not getting the wisdom. Supply of knowledge, supply of faith, supply of hope. There are some people who don't have hope in life. It's like they have given up in life already. You are just 25, and you have given up in life. 
Like, what is life going to do for me? Some people are 50, and because of uh, some things, the decisions that some governments are making, it's like, it's going to affect me for the rest of my life. Do you see? Can you live beyond the systems of this world? Can you? Emphatically, yes. Paul said that my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Not according to Ophiriates' financial systems. They are doing their best. They are trying to do something. What's it called? DDE. Domestic Debt Exchange Program. DDAP. Wow. Yes. Haircut. They are giving everybody a special haircut. They are fading everybody's hair. <laughs> By force. But can you live beyond that? Is it possible? Emphatically, yes. The word of God says that God supplies all your needs according to his riches, not according to the economy of this world. In glory by Christ Jesus. Can I live and have supply all the time? Financial supply all the time. Above my pay. Can I have emphatically yes? Emphatically yes. You see. But it's all dependent on your knowledge of who it is that you are joined to. Or who, you, who it is that you are related to. Do you think that um, say some Jonah is worried about haircut? There are rich people in this country, isn't it? He's one of the rich people in this country. There are many rich people. Sometimes they don't want us to mention their name. In Ghana, rich people don't want to be identified. Do you know that? They don't want to be identified. If you see the account, you run away. Yeah. For security reasons. Nobody wants the account. But they are very rich people in the country. Not the nouveau rich. I'm not talking about those who became rich some 10 years ago or 15 years ago. I'm talking about those who have been rich for the last 50 years. Yeah. There are people in this country who have been rich for the last 50 years, 60 years, 70 years, 100 years. There's 100-year money in this country, I tell you. They are all around. But they are quiet. You may not be worried if you are identified with um, Bill Gates. Let's use those who are outside. Bill Gates. If they are talking about haircuts, will you be worried? They are talking about haircuts, they are, the, the dollar is increasing, the dollar is. Will you be worried? Oh, honestly, will you be worried? You'll be happy. Yeah? The dollar is going, so you'll get more dollar. No be so. God is bigger than Bill Gates. Is he not bigger than Bill Gates? I, and if you are linked to God, why should you be worried? Because of, because of some decisions that are being made and some things that are flying up and down. And then you are, you are crying, Lord, what are we going to do? Your tears is showing that you don't believe. Yes. The higher it goes, the, 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 hotter I'm, the hotter I'm becoming, the brighter I shine. Yes. That's what you should be saying to yourself. Never look at the way. You see, the worldliness, eh? go back to that place, John chapter 2. The worldliness is, has to do with looking at things the way the world looks at it. That's what I'm trying to talk, talk about. I'm not, I'm not really looking at sin or playing, listening to some songs. Those are just on the side. I'm talking about thinking the way the world thinks. Do you see? Yeah. A lot of Christians are thinking the way the world thinks. And it is not helping them. John chapter 15, verse 2, please. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. 
You know, so this has been read as God will remove you because you are not bearing fruits, God will remove you. No, God is more concerned about you bearing fruits than you think. So the word take it away actually has to do with the, the Greek word is arrow. A-I-R-O with a dash on the O. Arrow. And it means to take up or to elevate from the ground. You see, the, the, the branches are not bearing fruits because they have entered, they've grown into the ground, into the soil. This is a vine. Vines have that. Do you see? They've grown into the soil, so they cannot produce fruits. Even though they are attached to the vine, they can't produce fruits because they are so one with the soil. So what does the Lord do? The Lord takes them up. He elevates them from the ground and washes them. You see, he says, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth. He purgeth it. The word purgeth is katero, and it means to wash with water. Do you see? What is the water? The water is the word of God. To use, the, to apply the word of God. More word equals more fruits. More word, more understanding of the word is equal to more fruitfulness. So if you're a Christian, the way to do it is by doing it by the word. Oh, hallelujah. God wants you to bear fruit. And the way he causes you to bear fruit is by allowing the word of God to come to you more. Do you see? More word. Those who are in the ground, he brings them up. He, bring, he props them up. He, props, he takes them out of the soil and elevates them. He takes them away from thinking like this world. The, the soil is the world, the world. Thinking like this world. He wants you to think and know that you are born of him. Fair John chapter 5, verse 4. Whatsoever. What, he didn't say, even say whosoever. He said whatsoever. Whatsoever. Meaning that anything that even comes out of the one who is born again. Overcoming the world. First John 5, verse 4, quickly. For whatsoever is born of God, anything that is born of God, overcometh the world. Anything. How much more anyone? All those who are born of God overcometh. They overcometh. They rule over this world. They dominate this world. You were not created to be dominated by the, the earth. If you read in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, when God created Adam and Eve, look at Genesis 1, 26. God gave them a mandate of dominion. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. Let them have dominion. So refuse to be dominated by the systems of this world. Refuse to be dominated by the challenges of this world. Refuse. I refuse to allow financial crisis to cause me to kill myself. Because some people are killing themselves. Some people are making some decisions. Some people are changing things in their homes because of whatever. Some people are having many, they, they are doing a lot of changes because of some of the financial crisis. Decide that you are not going to be like that. I'm a child of God. My fees will be paid all the time. I'll pay all the fees I'm supposed to pay all the time. I'll, my food will not reduce. My eating will not reduce. Yeah. In the days of famine, Jacob took many camels. Joseph took many camels to his father to bring his father to Egypt. Yes. Because the food the camels eat is the same food human beings eat. But it wasn't a problem at all. I'll buy four. Four will not be a problem for me. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Understand the things of the spirit. You see? When we say spiritual... Something is spiritual. A lot of, I don't know why, why people think like that, but they are thinking of a manifestation of a certain, because of the Nigerian movies we've watched, you are thinking of a certain manifestation of um, a, a certain spirit. Ah, then you're like, hey, something spiritual is happening. 
No. John chapter 6, verse 63 shows us what is spiritual. This is Jesus talking. He says, it is the spirit that gives life. The word quickeneth means give life. It is the spirit that what? Gives life. The flesh profited nothing. The things of this flesh, the things of this world, the way the world does their things. He says, it does not bring man profit. People can work and 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 work. They get to a certain point and then they lose everything. That's what is happening now. That's what is happening now. They work, 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 work. They go on pension. Two years later, they are dead. Because they believed so much in the work, they didn't live beyond the employment the government gave to them. They didn't live beyond the employment GRA or VRA gave to them. They are in their minds, VRA is God. And GRA is God. Because they will give me free accommodation. They will do this. I know a man who left VRA. Went to his... And where he, couldn't, he couldn't build anything anywhere. It is common. What I'm saying now is very common with people who work, whatever. Yeah. When he left VRA, two years later he was dead. In his mind, I've gone on pension. And there's nothing more for me to do. My life is finishing. And two years, most of them, two years, three. Am I lying or I'm telling you? You know what I'm talking about. Some of our fathers were in some of those places. Yes. Yes. They are, they are, some are gone. Some are very poor. Very, very poor now. Very, very sick. Having many problems. Because in your minds, VRA or GRA or which other RA is there? SNETS. Ganawata. ECG. Bank of Ghana. What? Bui Power. He works at Bui Power, so he says Bui Power. Bui Power is life. That is it. Coco Bot is my life. Coco Bot will supply all my needs according to their riches in glory by the government. By their cocoa. The flesh profits not. Believe it all. Don't find out later in life. Don't fail in life. Maybe you failed in school, but don't fail in life. Refuse to fail in life. Yes, refuse to fail in life. <laughs> I know someone who got his greatest prosperity in his 60s. His greatest prosperity was in his 60s. He's now, he's turning 70 this year. And he's not a poor. His greatest prosperity, I mean, he bought houses and did this and did that. Millions were coming. His colleagues were dying at that time. Because yeah, in some people's minds, this, is, this, this one is what will, will bring me money. The spirit gives life. Yeah, this will amplify. It is the spirit who gives life. He is a life giver. The flesh conveys no benefit whatever. There is no profit in it. Then Jesus said, the worst truth that I have been speaking to you are spirit and life. So King James is nicer. Eh? I'm a King James child. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirits. The words are what? Spirit. The words are what? Spirit. So when we say something spiritual is happening, look at the words that are being spoken. Words. Words. You think words are nothing. Words are spirit. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit. And they are life. They are those that give life. So the things of the spirit is not what you think. It's not a certain magic. No. The words. The words. So what you are saying is making your life. Yes. What you are saying and what you are thinking. Because it's words you think on. You think on someone says something to you and then you start thinking on the things that he has said. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The words are spirit. And the words are life. 
The more you release correct words into your life, the more spiritual you are becoming and the more life you will enjoy. Okay? Yes. Learn it. It's, it's very important. Proverbs 18-21. Yes. Yes. NLT. Can you show it to us? They are preaching with me. The tongue can bring death or life. Simple as ABCD. Those who love to talk with will reap the consequences. The tongue brings what? Death or life. Learn it. Tell me about learn it. Learn it. <laughs> Where we are sitting came out of talking and believing the word of God. Yes. All the civil works of this building. There are three buildings here. One, two, and then a third one behind me. This way. Three. The civil works of this one was done in ten months. This one was done in three months. This one and the one, the two, was done in ten months. Nine months, I'm sorry. Nine months. Contractor says nine months. Nine months. Where was the money coming from? And it was COVID. COVID time. We will come here and say, God, thank you, for, thank you that the foundation is done. Ah, when the foundation is done, we will lie on it and be happy. We will lie on it and jump. Yeah. Keep, kept, kept going like that. What are you saying? And it was happening. What are you saying for yourself? Don't keep quiet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So God seeks to change the way you think. You see, don't think like this world does. Yes. I have dominion. He gave us dominion. Dominion. Over all the things of this earth. Dominion. Control. Not to be dominated. A lot of Christians have been dominated. Dominate, dominated with health problems. Dominated with financial problems. Dominated with depression. No more. I refuse to be depressed. As you say, that depression is leaving you right now as I'm talking to you. So he elevates. God elevates us from the earth. Do you see? By giving us a mindset. Hallelujah. Jesus said in John chapter 8, verse 23, I am from above. And he said, ye are from beneath. I am from above. Jesus was conscious of where he came from. I am from above. Ye are of this world. I am not of this world. I am not of this world. Say, I'm not of this world. Just like Jesus, we are not of this world. We don't hail from this world. We hail from a greater place, a higher place. John chapter 3, verse 3. Look at John 3, 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Very, very, I say unto you, Except a man be born again. And I explained the word born again to you. It means to be born from above. He cannot see the kingdom of God. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. The word born again means to be born from above. So now I'm born from above. Just like Jesus, I am also born from above. Jesus is from above, I'm also from above. I am not of this world. Say I'm not of this world. I am from above. Now, look at John chapter 3. Go to verse 12 and 13. John 3, 12 and 13. Jesus said something very powerful there. Jesus answered, you know, he was talking to Nicodemus in this time. And he told him, if I have told you earthly things and you believe not, how shall you believe if I tell you of heavenly things? I've told you earthly things. You don't believe what I'm saying. How about if I start talking about heavenly things? Look at the next verse. And no man has ascended up to heaven. No man has ascended up to heaven. But he that came down from heaven. Now, someone will say, ah, Jesus was not telling the truth. Jesus said that no man has ascended up to heaven. I thought Elijah 
went to heaven. Elijah did go to heaven, but he didn't ascend on his own. He was taken by chariot of fire, organized from heaven. Jesus is the first one to ascend on his own. As he's there talking, then he's going. Do you understand? Moses, Moses' body was not found. Moses actually had a certain kind of uh, special arrangement God made for him. Okay? But the Bible talks about how that Satan and Michael disputed over his body, showing you that his body was left somewhere here. Do you see? Uh-huh. So his ascension was also different. How about Enoch? Enoch was taken by God. He says that Enoch walked with God and he was not, for God took him. God, the first person to go on his own accord was Jesus Christ. Acts chapter, uh, Acts chapter 1, verse 9. Look at Acts 1, 9. And when he had, that, he had spoken these things, this is Jesus talking to his disciples, when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. The word taken up means he ascended on his own. Not that someone came to take him up, no. If you read the other versions and look in other places, as he spoke to them, he was going. I see it. So that was what Jesus meant when he said, no man and no man has ascended up to heaven on their own accord. Nobody has. Okay? And no man has ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, who is the one who came down from heaven? He was talking about himself. Even the son of man, then he says, which is in heaven? Which is in heaven? Now, this, this looks like tautology. You are sitting, I'm sitting with you, and I'm talking with you. I say, no man has ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven. Even the son of man, which is in heaven. Ah, but you are here. How can you be here and you are saying that you are in heaven? So a lot of the, the translators don't add that, which is in heaven. You can show us, I think, NIV. It doesn't add. They don't add it because they feel it is not correct. But Jesus was saying what he, he, he meant. Okay? This is NIV. He says, no one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the son of man. They didn't add the rest. There are, there are many versions that don't add the rest. But if you look, if you have their Bible that is not on this tablet, but it's the paper, they'll write it in the footnote that the original translation comes with who, which is in heaven. Because Jesus actually said it. So even though Jesus was sitting here, in, in his thinking, okay, he was, he was walking in this world, but he was living in another world. He was walking in this earth. But his living, his, ment- his mental state was that of where he came from or where he comes from. And that is what God wants us to think. God wants us to think from where we come from. Hey. Have you seen a madman before? Have you seen a madman before? You see that a madman is here on earth with us. But his mind is not here with us. So what affects us? You see, as this dollar is rising, madman is not affected by dollar rise. This one, he's unconcerned. He doesn't care. A madman can be eating from the gutters. But you never see, when you go to a hospital, you never see him queuing with you for a checkup. He's going for a checkup. Or he tell you he has a stomach problem, so he's going to check to see what exactly is going on. Have you seen that before? Because a madman is here physically, but... His mental state is in a different world altogether. A world where viruses doesn't seem to work. A world where bacteria doesn't seem to work. And a world where money doesn't seem to work. 
Have you seen it? There's a state called the heaven, the state of heaven, where viruses do not work, where sicknesses and bacteria and financial crisis do not seem to work. It's called the state of being in heaven. Yes, and that's what God wants you to. That's why we, we, we make that confession. I'm from above. You make it. You make that confession a lot to help your mind to know that even though I'm in this world. I am not of this world. I am not of this. I'm from heaven. I'm from heaven. Therefore, the supply of heaven is what I enjoy. The grace of heaven is what I enjoy. The health of heaven is what I enjoy. The blessings of heaven is what I enjoy. Even though I'm in this world, I will not queue in a hospital. My back will not touch any hospital bed. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Even though I'm in this world, the bacteria and the viruses that affect the people of this world will not affect me. In the name of the Lord Jesus. That is how God, this is the first level. God wants to elevate you out of the worldliness into thinking heavenliness. It's called being, being in the state. It's, it's called bearing the image of the heavenly. Do you see? Bearing the image of the heavenly. Let me show it to you. First Corinthians chapter 15. In that state of the heavenly, the small thing that the small you have is not small. The small is not small. The small can multiply. Can multiply. Do you believe such things? <laughs> we built a, we were building a, a cathedral in Kumase. That was our first building. And this is 2016. We had $5,000 to start with. Okay. In fact, it couldn't do, even do fun because that's a big building. It's a very big building. It's about half of this place, isn't it? Yeah, very big. And God told me, God, you know, God's servant Pastor Chris was coming to Ghana at that time. And God told me, go and sow that seed. So I went to my wife, with my wife and went to give that seed. What we had to, to build, we took all and went to give it to another person. I mean, in your books, that's foolishness. That's madness, isn't it? You have little, this little one that you have, start with it and then let's see what you can do. Maybe some movements and be praying for God to do this to supply. God said, no, go and give it. Go and sow it. This is the problem that a lot of people have. You you can't release, you can't give. But it's a great spiritual principle. When you allow what you have to go, the way to live is not to keep. The way to live is to give. Jesus said that, whosoever follows me, and keepeth his life. Eh? Shall lose it. If you keep your life, what will happen to you? You lose your life. It's a great the things of the spirit are so contrary to the things of the flesh. So contrary. They are not the same. At all. I mean, naturally speaking, if you want to be rich, what do you do? Keep the money, isn't it? Save it. You want to buy a house or you want to build a house, what do you do? Save and invest. But haircut is waiting for you. Bye. <laughs> Save and invest. But the spiritual principle is that you give it. And because some of these things are too high. It's like it's too, it's too great. What do you mean? Should I, give, I should give what I have? You've not started living if you've not started giving. To live is to give your life. Your life. What you have. It's a great spiritual principle. Jesus said it. God told me, give it. So we went to give it. 
By the end of the year, we had received more than a million Ghana cities to build. More than a million. In one year. That's for that project. That's, that was only for that project, not for the other project. There were other projects that we're doing. That one is there. Yes. A lot of Christians struggle with fights. Fights. A tenth of all that God has given. Who gave you the strength? Who gave you the wisdom? Who gave you the guidance? Because you, you can sleep and not wake up. And it will, be, it will all be over. The owner of your life will say it's finished. God does not owe you breath. He doesn't owe you breath because of your handsomeness or your beauty. God does not owe you because of the school you went to. You went to Harvard, so God must give you life. You deserve to live longer than the one who went to Asakirigua Senior High. No. No. God does not owe you at all. He's not a respecter of persons. The life you have is because of his goodness towards you. And the least you can do is to say thank you. Your fight is saying thank you to God. Why are you arguing with it? Having to notice how your life has become tight over the years. When we say it, you don't want us to say it. Uh, what kind of a pastor is the one that is talking about tight? They want to use our money for whatever. We don't use your money. Listen, the pastor, a good pastor, is blessed by his giving. There are pastors who steal the money. We know that. Are they fake dollars? Why are they fake dollars? Because they're original dollars. You cannot have a fake without an original. You cannot have a fake without an original. They are synthetic, uh, I mean, what? Air Force shoes. Synthetic. Uh, there was one, is it Abibos? There was Abibos. There's Abibos because there's Adidas. There's Redock. Uh, Redo. Have you seen Redock? One was Redock. Redock because there's Reebok. There's Tommy Hill Finger. Because there's Tommy Hill Finger. There's finger. So yes, there are pastors who spend the money. And they will come on TV and show you the cars they have and the houses they have. They are there. But there are pastors who are also doing the right thing. Who don't put their money, their hands in the coffers of the offerings. A good pastor's blessing is from his giving, not his taking. Yes. Whosoever shall will save his life shall lose it. These are Jesus' words. You must take Jesus' words very seriously because he's the one who died for you. You must take his words seriously. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life or give his life for my sake and the gospel, the same shall save it. It's a great spiritual principle. Do you see? And God will have you think in line with his word. Okay? It's called bearing the image of the heavenly. And I was going to show you that, right? Can I show you that and then we'll close? Let's read up. This is it, but let's read um, verse 40, 47. Okay. He says, the first man is of the earth, earthy. Who is the first man? The first man is Adam. Okay? Now, if you go up, you will see that he says that the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. This is verse 45. And so it is written, the first man, Adam. So there are two kinds of men. Say there are two kinds of men. I want you to learn this before you go home. There are two kinds of men. There's a first man. Say there's a first man. And then there's the second man. Pazeli, come. You are the 
You are the second man. Emega, come. You are the first man. Now, this man, okay, who is the first man, was made a living soul. In other words, he's a soul that needs life in order to exist. So in Genesis chapter 2, verse 8, the Bible says that God formed Adam. Go to Genesis 2, 8. God formed Adam from the dust of the earth. Genesis 2, 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground. So this man was formed from where? The dust of the ground. And he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Without the breath of life from God, without the breath of life from God, this man could not have lived. So this man became a living soul. Do you see? He became a what? A living soul. By virtue of God breathing into him. So his existence is dependent on the breath of God. If he loses the breath of God, he's lost his existence. And this man lost the first level of God's breath. Okay? Adam fell. We know that. Now, when Adam fell, all those who came out of Adam, Romans chapter 5, verse 14. Look at Romans chapter 5, verse 14. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression. What Adam did, we didn't do. Did you eat any apple? Was it an apple? It wasn't an apple. It was a tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It wasn't an apple. You can eat your apple freely. Some people are not eating apple because they think that that is what Adam ate. And that is where all our problems is coming from. When they see someone eating apple, hey, apple now, do you know? Problem, no. <laughs> it was the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. So good and evil are actually from one tree. God does not want us, didn't want us to live according to good and evil. He wanted us to live according to him, according to his life. So there was a tree of not the knowledge of good and evil. And then there was a tree of life. Adam could have partaken of the tree of life and have life consistently without having God to breathe into his nostrils all the time. Do you get it? But he didn't choose that one. He went to choose. He had an option of choosing the tree of life or the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Good and evil are all one. Because what is good for you may be bad for somebody. You are raping that girl. It's good for you. Isn't it? But it's evil for her. You are enjoying the rape. But the girl is not enjoying what you are doing. So good and evil is the same. And God wants us to develop to know, the, the, to know good and evil when we see it. If you studied ethics before in school, you will know that what is, what is ethically right in this particular community may be ethically wrong in this other community. No, Bizo? Uh-huh. I mean, there's a community in one of these African countries, I think uh, Zimbabwe or so, where there's a man, a set man, who must divaginize all the girls. And they divaginize them at age 12. Did you hear? He was arrested recent, uh, somewhere last year, last two years, and it was all over social media. Look for the right things on social media. Stop looking at TikTok and all kinds of things. Yeah, but that's, that's what they were doing. So this man, Adam, fell and all those who came out of him fell with him okay pastor Anthony please come so his errors became their errors please come and stand in between them his errors this man's errors became so please come you come this man was born in 1975 but even though he didn't do what this man did stand in front of him stand in front of him 
All this man's problems are his problems. Why? Because it's related to this man. Do you get it? Yeah. Come. Come. All these people, they've not done anything. They didn't, they didn't do what he did. But this guy too, problems. This one too, problems. Everybody, lady, please come. It's not only human, it's only men. <laughs> when the Bible says men, women are also part. So this one too, problem. Come. Another problem. More problems. All these people. I trust, just because of this, lift your hand so that they can see you. This guy. What will you do when you see Adam? You beat him, pa. Because of this man's error, all these people, or anyone born after this man, has a problem. Do you see? Uh huh. Now, you don't need to know Adam to bear Adam's problems. Do you, have you met Adam before? Before you got born again, you did whatever you wanted to do. Even now that you are born again, because you have some flesh, whatever, every now and then it's like Adam wants to show his head small. Struggling to uh, come out, and you want to push him down. No, be so. Mm. You didn't need to know him. His problems became your problem. Mm. But in the series of the first Adam, someone called the last Adam came. There's a last Adam to end this particular problem. That last Adam is called Jesus Christ. Come. So this is Jesus Christ. This is Jesus before the, before the cross. Go back to what we are reading in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 45. And so it is written, the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. Have you seen it? And I've described that one to you. The last Adam. So there's a last Adam. So out of Adam, Adam has ended, actually. The Adamic roots and the Adamic race and the Adamic problem has ended in somebody called Jesus. So when Jesus came, Jesus was called the last Adam. And this last Adam was made a quickening spirit or a life-giving spirit. So he's not a person that needs life from God to be able to produce roots or results or God results. He's one that has been given the right to have life in him. Do you understand? He has a life of God. God get, John chapter 5, verse 24. As the Father, go there quickly, please. John 5, 26. This is Jesus talking. He says, For as the Father has life in himself, as God the Father from whom this guy was taking life has life in himself. Have, the word life here is zoe. It means a God kind of life. There's suke, which is the solical life. You see, when Adam fell, he didn't die physically immediately. He died after many, 900 and something, 969 years. No, so. Uh-huh. He died after very, uh, many, many, many years. Because it is more than the life that God gave to him was more than the eternal life that God, the, 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 the breath of life. It, the, there was a soul to it. He became a living soul. So the soul could live on for a very long time with the body, without God. So he says, For as the Father has life in himself, so has he given to the Son to have life in himself. So the Son has life. He's, he's a life container. Because he was not born from the seed of Adam. The sperm that was used to manufacture him or create him and bring him to existence was not the sperm from Adam. All these were made from the sperm of Adam. All of them were made from the sperm of Adam. So Adam's problem is seminally injected. It's in the sperm. It's in the semen. When you come out of the semen of Adam, you are becoming, you you have Adam's problems. Do you get it? But Jesus did not come out of the semen of Adam. He came from the semen of God. Matthew chapter 1 verse 18. Look at Matthew 1 18. 
Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was espoused with Joseph, before they came together, she was found a child of who? The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost was responsible for his birth. So the, the, the sperm that was used to bring him, give birth to him, was not the sperm of Adam. It was the sperm of the Spirit. And the Spirit is life. So he had life. He's a life container. And not only is he a life container, he's also a life-giving spirit. He can give life. Just like God gives life, he can also give life. So there are several places. Look at John chapter, uh, chapter 6, verse 33. John 6, 33. Jesus said, For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven, and giveth life unto the world. His job was to give life to the world. Why? Because he was a life container. As the Father has life in himself, so has he given to the Son life. Is it just as you think that because you are from Adam, all, Adam, all of Adam's problems is your problem? And so you sin freely because Adam's, Adam, ah, Adam Nana. Have you heard of Adam Nana before? I'm Adam's grandchild. Oh, Charlie, this is why I can't help myself. If you understood that you are actually not Adam Nana, you are not Adam's grandchild, you are actually Jesus' child, you will know that what Jesus does is what you also do naturally. To do this one is unnatural, but to do this one is natural. That's what I'm trying to help you with. Okay? Yes. Look at John chapter 1, verse 4. In him was life. In him. In this man. In him. In Jesus was life. And the life was a light of men. So what men need is the life that gives light. It gives you light in life. Gives you access in life. Shows you what to do in life. Gives you guidance in life. And, and helps you produce fruits. Without light, you cannot be fruitful. And the light comes from the life of God. So Jesus was born containing life. Not only containing life, but he could give life. He's the bread from heaven that giveth life to the world. John 10, 10. Look at John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I am come that you might have what? Life. And have it to the full. Why? Because he contained life. He could give life. He contained life and hence could give life. So the last Adam is a life-giving spirit because he is life container. Hello? His life what? Container. Now when he died, so died. When he, he died, he has died. Go back. When he died, he rose again as the second man. He rose again as what? He rose again as a second man. When the, first, when the last Adam died, he's called the last Adam because his flesh was from Adam. But his content was not from Adam. But when he died and rose again, he rose again into a glorified body. His body changed. So he's not called the last Adam anymore. He's called the second man because he's a new creation, a new creature altogether. The, 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 what God... Hallelujah. If you are clapping for Jesus, clap well. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. The power that God exerted in the first creation, which is creating the stars, the sun, the, when I say stars, the, the stars are more and bigger than our sun. There are stars that are bigger than our sun. Beetlejuice. All these stars, eh? Uh, 
Antares, what? Kenny's Majoris, what? Eh? Stevenson, seven, two, one, something. Those are big, those are stars, oh, and they are bigger than our sun. Meanwhile, our sun is about, is it six million times bigger than our earth, this earth? Yes. These are things that God created. Yes. You, you say it's from a big bang. It's not from a big bang. It's not a big bang. How come this earth is, if the earth should move an inch or two away from the sun, we will all freeze to death. If it should move an inch or two closer to the sun, we will all bend to death. How come it is spotted at the right place so that it is not destroyed? Who put it there? Big bang. It cannot be a big bang. There's an intelligent being. There's someone who has always wisdom and all understanding who put us where we are supposed to be and gave us the sun that we have and the moon that we have and the stars that we have and everything to control everything, to control the day and the night and everything for us to have existence. So don't say it's a big bang. It's big, but big who? Ah. Now, the energy God exerted in creating the whole earth and the whole heavens and everything cannot be, convert, cannot be compared to the energy and the power that God exerted in bringing Jesus out from the grave to bring the new creation into existence. For someone to be able to receive life from God and be converted from being someone who is on his way to hell or have the nature of Satan or the nature of sin to becoming someone who has the nature of God. God exerted his greatest power. Greatest power. Ephesians chapter, chapter 1. Verse 19, and to know what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us, what which believe according, you see, uh, Ephesians 1 Ephesians 1 19 says, and he, God wants you to know the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power. Have you seen it? And might and dominion, every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Go back to verse 19. All the words for power are used in this verse. And to know what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us, what? Who believe? According to the working of his mighty power, mighty Kratos. If you, Iskus Kratos, like the greatest of God's power was exerted and used in raising Jesus, the last Adam, to become the first man, the second man. Now, this second man has a name. His name is not life-giving spirit. His name is more than the life-giving spirit. His name is the Lord from heaven. Verse 47, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 47. The first man is, is, is of the earth, earthy. He says, this guy is of the earth, he's earthy. Everything he has, this guy, not you, this guy. He's of the earth, what? Earthy. Then he says, but the second man is the lord from heaven the lord from where like his origin is not he has nothing to do with this earth his everything is from heaven like this man is the one who has brought heaven to this earth for human beings to enjoy heaven now when you get born again pastor let's come when you get born again your roots are no more okay no listen to the same people jesus please come when you believe in what jesus did on the cross of calvary and everything you leave adam this first Adam. You pass through this Christ. And you come into the same Christ who is now the second man. And then this guy to pass through. Bye-bye. And then become the second man. Become the second man. The second woman. The second woman. The second woman. You get it? Because of this guy's work on the cross, even this guy can be saved. 
So now there's no... The first Adam and his problems has been terminated in Christ. Now, we are from the Lord who is from heaven. So look at the next verse. Verse 58. As is the earthy, such are they also that are earthy. And as is the heavenly, such are they that are also heavenly. Verse 49. This is it. And as we have borne the image of the earthy, as we have borne and worn the image of the earthy, when, when, I mean, Adam Nana is a, it's like, we, we are sinners. Romans 3, 23 is many Christians' favorite scripture. Yes. But it's, it wasn't written for Christians. Can you imagine? For all have sinned. And I've come short of the glory of God. And we, are, we, are, we have all sinned. It's not for Christians. Can you imagine? It's not for Christians. Next week I'll explain to you. So come to church next week. We are now heirs of God. And joint heirs with him. We have been taken from Adam into Christ. Who is the Lord from heaven? The second man. Now, go back to that place. Verse 49. First Corinthians 15. 40. As we have borne the image of the earthy. As we have borne the image of the earthy and thought like, like it's like we are nothing. We are sinners. We can't do anything. Uh, we are, I'm weak. We are weak. Oh, it's, I mean, why are, we, why are you weak? Uh, you know, because of what Adam did, we can't really obey God. We can't really do this. We can't do... He says, as we have borne the image of the earthy, this one says, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. Actually, it is not like that. The word, if you have a good Bible, an interlinear, when you highlight, we shall also, eh, is the same word for bear. The word bear there, is a, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. You can put it up. It's the same word. Can you check it up and put it up, if it's possible? It's the same word. So actually what he's saying is that, as we are born the image of the earthy, so let us bear and continue to bear the image of the heavenly because now you are in the heavenly. Are you born again? Yeah. Now you are of God. You are from above. You are from heaven. You don't take your roots from the last, from the first Adam. Now you take your roots from Christ. And because you take your roots from Christ, it says, bear the image of the heavenly. Bear the image of the heavenly. The Amplified says it. Look for the Amplified, if you can't find what I'm trying to say. But look for the Amplified. It says, and just as we have borne the image of the man of dust, so shall we. What I'm trying to do is to disabuse your mind of so shall we. It's, it makes it futuristic, but it's not futuristic. Actually, he says, so shall we, and so let us bear the image of the man of heaven. At least the Amplified tries to explain it. Let us bear. But the original Greek is, let us continue to bear the image of the heavenly. In other words, now that you are born again, you see the Greek word is for you. Okay? It means to bear constantly. Wear of clothing, garments, armor, to wear. That's what it means. And it's the same way that is, that is put we shall, we shall be, we shall bear. It's the same word. It's for real, for real, for real, it's for real, or for real everywhere. <laughs> message, the message says it well. Okay, let's look at the message. In the same way that we've worked from our earthly origins, let's embrace our heavenly ends. He says embrace it. Embrace it. Tell me about embrace it. Embrace the consciousness and the fact that I am not of this world. I am not of this world. I don't belong to this world. I am from the second man, the Lord from heaven. I'm a new creation. 
I'm a new creation. The life of God is working in me. And I'm a life giver. You are also a life giver now. You can also give life. Can you imagine? Next week I'll talk about that. This word, TPT. Once we, ca- once we carry the likeness of the man of dust, once, some time ago, that's not your image now. But now, let us carry the likeness of the man of heaven. Let us carry, continue to carry the likeness of the man of heaven. We are made from the man of heaven, and let us continue. We are men from heaven. Nego Shagalabaya. I'm not of this world. I'm not of this world. I am from the second man. Who is the Lord from heaven? I will never go down in my life. I will never go down in my life. I keep going higher and higher. Higher and higher. I get greater and greater. Because I'm from the Lord of heaven. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes. And I enjoy heavenly goods. Of blessings. Listen, in heaven they walk on gold, brother. I walk on gold everywhere I go. You may, walk, you may be walking on paper or dust now. Keep saying it. Don't stop talking it. Keep speaking the word of God. Keep saying what God has said concerning you. I walk on gold. I walk on gold. I walk on gold. I will never be sick in my life. Say it until sickness is an, is, is, is an abomination for you. You know, for, for some of us, we think that sickness is one of the things of life. You see, that is how the man of the earth thinks. The man of the earth thinks that sickness is one of the things that come. I mean, it's normal. I mean, Nipa on once now, they even have a, a proverb for it. Nipa on in once now, human beings have flies around them. So, I mean, as a human being, every now and then, you should, in once now, some sickness, some house flies should come, some sickness, some malaria, some running stomach, some heart problem, some hypertension some diabetes i mean i mean that's why we are growing as we are growing older uh, the body is becoming weaker the bible says that the inward man is renewed Hmm? the renewal of the inward man renews the outward man don't give moses at age 120 did not have his eyes dim nor his countenance abated in any way he stood tall and strong 120 how old are you how old are you see i'll never get weak in my life Say it until you know that weakness is from the devil. Say it until you know that sickness is from the devil. Say, God, a lot of us feel that sickness is one, is one of the things of life. We think that poverty is one, and that is what God wants to disabuse our minds of. It's preventing our fruitfulness. A lot of us can't think about abundance, super abundance. When we think about God blessing us, we think about a, a car and a house. How about giving to others? How about buying houses for others? Why are you not thinking about buying houses? See, I buy houses for others. See, I'm a blesser of many. You see, the Lord from heaven does not think about himself. The Lord from heaven is a giver. He's one who sacrifices his life and gives to others. I'm a giver. See, I'm a giver. I give millions of dollars. I will have millions of dollars. And I will give millions of dollars. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Because I bear the image of the heavenly. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the Lord from heaven, the Lord from heaven, the Lord from heaven, the Lord from heaven. I bear the image of the Lord from heaven. I bear the image of the Lord from heaven. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I am not of this world. I am not of this world. I am not of this world. Whatsoever is born of God, overcometh the world. I'm born of God and I'm from above. I'm from heaven. I belong to the generation of the second man, the Lord from heaven. 
the Lord from heaven. I'm from heaven. I'm from above. And I overcome all things. I overcome all things. I overcome all things. I overcome all things. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I will never be poor in my life. I will never be poor in my life. For I'm joined to the vine. Who is the second man? I'm joined to the second man. I will never go down. I will never go down. I keep going higher and higher. Higher and higher. Higher and higher. My health is flourishing. My health is flourishing. As the days go by, my years are flourishing. My days are flourishing. I'm living my days in prosperity, in goodness, in mercy, in joy, in peace. In the name of the Lord Jesus, depression cannot have a hold on me. Depression cannot have a hold on me. For I belong to the second man, the Lord from heaven. The Lord from heaven. The Lord from heaven. The Lord from heaven. I have a great character. I have a great attitude. I have an attitude of love, of love, of joy, of peace. In the name of the Lord Jesus. An attitude of kindness. Because I belong to the Lord from heaven. I have an attitude of giving. Because of the Lord from heaven. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I am full of excellence. I am full of excellence. For the Lord from heaven is full of excellence. Oh yes. I'll never go down. I'll never go down. I bear the image of the heavenly. I bear the image of the heavenly. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. My life is for upward and forward movements only. My life is for upward and forward movements only. I keep going higher and higher, higher and higher, higher and higher. I am full of wisdom. I am full of knowledge. I do not lack wisdom. I do not lack knowledge. I do not make foolish decisions. I make decisions that are in line with the will of God. I make decisions that are in line with the will of God. I'm a success. I'm a success. I'm a success. Everywhere I go, I'm a success. I'm a success. For greater is he that is in me. Jesus is in me. And I'm a success. Jesus is in me. And I'm a success. The Holy Ghost is in me. And I'm a success. I succeed in everything I do. Everything I touch turns to gold. Everything I touch turns to gold. For I have the Midas touch. I have the Midas touch. I have the touch of the Holy Ghost. I have the touch of the Holy Ghost. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. You are going out fruitful in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, the whole world will respond to you. The whole of this world will respond to you. Ghana will respond to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. You will not be overcome by the systems of this world. You are overcoming everywhere you go. In your workplace. Yes, in your health. In your family life. You are overcoming. No devil has out of hell can touch you. For you are seated in heavenly places. Far above our principality and powers. You are seated in heavenly places. Far above our principality and powers. Yada madoho kene maladaya. You will not go down. 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 You keep going higher and higher and higher and higher in your health. Higher in your finances. Higher in your academics. Higher in your career. Higher in your family life. Higher 
higher, higher. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are unseen. But the things which are seen are temporal. I refuse to look around. I refuse to look around. I refuse to look around. Refuse to look around. Look at the Lord from heaven. Hey. Oh yes. Father, thank you for your blessings upon us. This week is your best week ever. This week you will see the goodness of God in your life. Yes, the knowledge of God that God has given to you today will work in your life this week. Yes. God says to tell you that you will not go down. You will keep going higher. Your health. Your health. God is changing your health. From its current state to a heavenly health. Yes, a heavenly one. You will not die. You will live to declare the goodness of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus. You are blessed on every day of your life. Go forward and go upward. You are going forward and you are going upward. You are going forward and you are going upward. For the path of the just is as a shining light. That shines brighter and brighter onto the perfect day. You are shining brighter and brighter onto the perfect day. Every day of your life is brighter. No witch, no demon hatch out of hell can touch you or touch anything of yours in the name of the Lord Jesus. All accidents are cancelled in the name of the Lord Jesus. You are flourishing on every side. You will never go down this year. This year you will bear fruits on every side of your life. Fruits in your career. Fruits in your business. Fruits in your body. Fruits in your health. Fruits in your business. Fruits spiritually in the name of the Lord Jesus. You are blessed. Even in Jesus' mighty name. Give the Lord a shout if you have a voice. Glory. Lord, a shout. Glory. I'm going forward. See, I'm going forward. I'm going upward. I'm getting richer and greater and healthier and more successful by the day in the name of the Lord Jesus. For I bear the image of the heavenly. I bear the image of the heavenly. I will never go down. I will never go down. All things bow to me. All things bow to me. For I bow to the heavenly man. I bow to the second man. Therefore, all things bow to me. I bow to the second man. Therefore, all things, all things, all things bow to me. Bow to me. They bow to me. Demons bow to me. Poverty bows to me. Sickness bows to me. Failure bows to me. I will never fail in my life. I keep going higher. I keep going higher. I keep going higher. I'm a success. I'm a success. If you're a success, give the Lord a shout. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastoti podcast. Simply search for Pastoti on any podcast app. Plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.